0: Welcome to Two Girls, One Server. I'm just filling space because you're supposed to be shit here eventually. Right Great. I'm recording. I keep thinking I'm going to hit. Pre- I'm going to press go live on it by accident and forget that I'm <laughs> recording and not live the whole thing is going to be live streamed. Um, I
1: Accidental live stream for the win.
0: Yeah. And I wouldn't notice comments or anything. I have bad news. I had to pour my wine in a glass because I pulled out my penis. <laughs> okay, And I went, to, <laughs> I went to pour wine in it and um, it smelled like mold. <laughs> and then I looked inside and there was mold so i didn't want to like take. i actually it, so.
1: i filled my penis with water this
0: time <laughs> that might be what i need to do to prevent this mold issue <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> or like i think that's the
0: cream in it i don't
1: know better choice yeah the whipped cream is is a choice honestly. <laughs> um it does sure. look good though
0: it it looks great it's so on theme. yeah but yeah, yeah not great also if there's like a ton of squeaky noises it's it's either bell's chair or my dog <laughs> so apologies
1: probably my chair
0: <laughs> i don't know she just i need a, a better chair
1: I, do I need too. so many things
0: I, let's hope this this podcast takes the fuck off we go on tour we buy everything Seriously. hi C- do you want to go somewhere else with that because you're about to start squeaking it aren't you
1: um we need a dog tax bet
0: i know, i yeah i know a lot of people have i mean
1: Show the dog. I
0: know. I don't know how to show the dog right now. She's, pick
1: up the dog.
0: <laughs> you realize she's not like tiny Come here. Come here. Come here. She's small enough. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm getting up. I'm gonna have to pick her up. All right, I'm taking off my headphones. <laughs> so I can't hear you.
1: Come here, you. This is where I talk shit about her, and she can't hear it after she's editing. Oh my God. Um, she's so
0: big In just the three weeks. Oh
1: baby, off. look at oh that baby. Oh
0: my name's Shabine, after Viper. How big do you think she's gonna get? She is. I love my mommy. Anyway, how sorry old is she? You, but I know you're saying. Oh, oh right, God, she's so cute because she is. All right, good. Go play. I'm a single mother of three now, and it's exhausting as fuck. Anyway, how old is she? Four months.
1: So she's gonna get bigger.
0: Yes, yes, and she's a lap dog which is t- and a huge cuddler, which I'm getting like concerned about. <laughs> like she already takes up my entire bed now, like entire bed. Um, I had someone over recently who spent the night and um she not only okay, so first of all, my dog is a flirt, apparently. I have figured this out more than I am. She actually like bats her she like looks at them with like from the corner of the eye and bats her eyelashes, but this person, she was like, she was, first of all, she was, I couldn't cuddle with the person. It was sleepover of that type. And I, could, I couldn't, I couldn't get close to them because she took up the entire space between us. And then any time he moved, she would like wiggle her way up and then put her face on his chest and look at him. And I was like... Girl, that's supposed to be me like get, get out of here but like fully took up the whole bed i was like on the edge i was like i'm glad you two are having a great little sleepover i'm just gonna be over here um so but then when i'm just when it's just me in the bed it's still the same way she like manages to somehow just take up the whole bed which is great it's what i wanted remember i was like i'm so lonely i need someone to cuddle and <laughs> i got it said you got a dog i got a dog <laughs>
1: Which is better, honestly. It it, It really is.
0: It's been amazing. So
1: much less complicated.
0: Uh Uh-huh. So much less complicated and so much more of my mind space taken up to not think... I don't think about how lonely I am anymore because I can't. I have to walk a dog so they don't shit in my house. But, yeah.
1: Animals are honestly such self-care. That was something I noticed with even just a snake. Like, taking care of another living being is so good for your mental health like
0: <laughs> i mean you can't like you can't if you're an animal lover
1: if you're a decent human being and you're a decent
0: human being you <laughs> actually can't kill yourself when you know there's an animal on your responsibility <laughs> like you it's anti-suicide <laughs> like it really is like that's the only reason there are many times that i'm still here is like my cats i was like shit no one will take care of them i guess i'll wake up so, yeah. yeah,
1: I fed myself because, well, shit, I got to pick up snake food. I might as well pick up people food in the meantime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's, see, I, mean, I do the op I, I will pick up litter and still need toilet paper and be like, eh, woman. It's fine.
1: I should just would start. you have
0: acquired toilet paper at this point. <laughs> I did get some today. I was out and I got some today. I, uh, maybe I should just start going in the litter box. Maybe that would save everybody a lot of trouble. <laughs> right? I mean, you'd still
1: need something to wipe with.
0: Oh, So I true. feel like it would that's kind true. of
1: defeat, but it would be interesting.
0: It would be. We just all get up in yeah. the morning and go. Uh,
1: it would be like the girl who got in trouble at school because she put a litter box in the the bathrooms. Did you
0: hear about that? Wait, yes, because the kids were identifying as animals. As
1: furries, yeah. So they were like, she's like, I'm a cat and I need a special accommodations. And let me tell you, I am all for supporting a lot of things. Yeah. That is not one of them.
0: That's <laughs> just the walking <laughs> in to Pee and there's a girl in the corner in a litter box. Just
1: take Oh my god. Ooh. Imagine. Do what you want in your own house. Yeah. Like honestly, have a litter box. I don't fucking care. I don't have to see it. But like you can't take I... that into school and just be like, I need accommodations I'm because already... I need a litter box.
0: Yeah. I already get annoyed enough after having to empty my cat's like shit and piss out of a litter box. Like, I don't want to empty my own. <laughs> you know do you think like... she do you Do you think
1: she was like emptying it or do you think it was like like that's my thought process too like you're gonna bring a litter box to school and under your thought process you're a cat cats don't clean out their own litter boxes oh, so, so did you like, just expect like a janitor
0: you're like the janitor will Stop get this scoop your shit. <laughs> just filling up slowly over time <laughs> imagine like too like the tree she probably like covers it like cats do and there's like a trail of litter <laughs> that people have to walk over when they're going to the stalls. <laughs> Jesus. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. People keep uh, telling me to get a bidet, and I'm starting to think I should put it on my OnlyFans wish list.
1: Listen, I was so anti bidet for the longest time. The idea kind of freaked me out. I did not like it. Um, it helped learning that it's not toilet water, like it's the oh, same yeah, it's separate, like hose it's just water. from, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you the only thing that's ever made me want a bidet is getting into ass play. All of a sudden, I'm like so conscious of how clean my butthole is that I'm like, "Damn, maybe I should get a bidet. Yeah. It would make keeping my butthole clean easier."
0: And like, also, also cleaning it afterwards.
1: After true, the play, because Where work me tell come you, all out of
0: there. let me tell you. So. Usually okay, so I'm like a big farter and I talk about it all the time I have no problem being like I fart and I also will often if I hook up with someone I will fart in front of them as quickly as possible usually that morning Because like I just want to get it out of the way like let's get comfortable because I'm not gonna like sit here And let my stomach fucking ache because I have to fart and wait for you to leave So I will usually do it immediately but re- recently and this would have been a great time to have a bidet Something happened in my butt <laughs>
1: Something mysterious. (laughs) Something
0: something mysterious. Some (laughs) mysterious liquid got in my butt. um, And I was like, I actually can't fart right now because if I do, a bullet of cum is going to shoot out and I'm naked. Which just means it's it's just going to splatter. And the dog was right near me and I was just like, this would get awkward. So it's the first time I didn't just like actively fart in front of someone. I felt bad
1: did you take it to the toilet i did well that's what,
0: that's what made me think of the day. i did i went to, and i went to the toilet and i like oh, shit come um <laughs> it was like fart come i don't know maybe they heard it
1: <laughs> probably i hope so and they loved every minute of it i hope so I
0: hope they didn't so.
1: deserve that though
0: uh, yeah <laughs> 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 we'll see <laughs> there's some i have some more to tell you there's more <laughs> more stuff is happening but we're not talking about that on our podcast that is babs's <laughs> private life that she publicizes way too much um on all social media speaking I of feel my, like
1: that's the key to social media it though, is. is just like, like not giving a shit and yep. oversharing on the internet
0: twitter has become my journal i can't i made my twitter in 2018 and i haven't used it until starting in december And now I'm like, why have I not been using Twitter this entire time? It's like a little place for my ADHD brain to just write whatever I'm thinking.
1: I'm going to be honest. Your tweets makes me makes me want to reactivate my twitter i can't i actually correction makes me want to create a new twitter i can't reactivate my twitter because my twitter was created when i was 15 and desperately in love with one direction Oh, um, and the you have only, to I, thing, you the <laughs> only <laughs> thing i tweeted was like at band members to try and get them respond to me because i was
0: dumb do you remember how convinced we used to be as young like when we were young that like we could get people that were famous that we wanted to notice us oh yes i had
1: a whole um quote-unquote career on google plus so i used google plus because my parents didn't know i had it um and there was a bunch of groups and stuff on google plus and one of them was a one direction group and i used to have like people who would message me and ask for stories I would write stories where they met the band direct member of their choice. um, In some interesting circumstances, I would style a whole outfit for them that they would be in, and I'd write the story of
0: how they met, and I'd give it to them. (laughs) So you, like, dealt One Direction porn? Basically. Fan porn? Did they they paid you?
1: no unfortunately not girl i do not get paid i just loved writing so i was like fuck it yeah i'll write your fake stories
0: that's fair wow wow yeah. i kind of need yeah. you to reactivate your twitter and find your google plus and give us some <laughs> do you... that reminds I, me of, like same... honestly i'll
1: find stories i yeah. have a bunch of them saved in my drive i will find you them should re- and read them...
0: we should read some on the podcast um, that reminds me <laughs> of like you know when like like the memories on Facebook show up and it's like your your status oh, from two thousand eight and you're like and it's like like har- I've deleted <laughs> you know how like I don't have much shame I I say a lot of things I have actively deleted those when they have popped up and been like oh my fucking god girl same Ooh. same
1: <laughs> I actually had a whole moment of realization um, I. I was active in, um, one of my partner's servers for a while, and then I kind of dropped out of it, and I had, was talking to him about it, and I was like, oh, you know, I dropped out of it because I realized I was seeking validation from strangers on the internet again. Like, <laughs> yep. I had so many, the worst are the Facebook posts, like, when I first came to Facebook and the shit I posted was so emotionally
0: desperate in the wrong way, like, it is problematic yeah yeah my stuff like i honestly was thinking there was one thing that i posted that i was like it wasn't really bad but it was one of those things that nowadays i feel like you'd get canceled for and i was thinking how like we were kind of lucky because i guess nowadays you're a kid you post something like the things we used to post you'd get shredded i don't know yeah yeah yeah
1: i was more like the the white sheep on facebook and it wasn't like not in the like racism kind of way i'm gonna clarify that but in like a i reposted the memes and the the like my status and i'll share blah 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 and the i can't tell you i posted like three times that dumb thing that was like facebook can't have my pictures like
0: why? yeah why was i so stupid (laughs) (laughs) do you remember when facebook had the friend ranking system where you could rank? No. Oh, yeah. Early, it was like 2008 Facebook. It was like when when Zuckerberg created it. You could have a top five friend list uh, where you would like rank your friends. Yike. And I remember the drama it would create when you'd like go on your friends and you'd be like, you you were one the night like the night before, and then you all went out, and then you get on Facebook in the morning, and you're on th- you're at number three, and you're like, oh, oh my <gasps> god, Melissa, swap me to number three and put Zoe as number one. What? <laughs> Oh no, that's terrible. That's like (laughs) texting. Oh my god. It was so dramatic. i do remember getting facebook
1: notifications to my phone before like smartphones were a thing and i remember like you could text in a reply to a comment but it like cut it off after a certain amount because you couldn't always see the full comment or text the full comment Mm -hmm. and i text like multiple times and i'd be back and forth and then i'd finally get to a computer and realize that none of it made sense Yep.
0: Yep. (laughs) oh man the advent
1: of tech was so crazy so pure Let me tell you, I was a fan of the XD emoji face. That was my thing. I was that
0: girl. I still do that in Valorant (laughs) chats. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't think people know what I'm doing. (laughs) Wait, I just learned today about the millennial pause. Have you heard about this? No. Oh my god. I literally posted a video on Instagram and then saw in my For You page a video about what's called the millennial pause. And I was like, this is going to be embarrassing apparently millennials when you're filming stuff you know how like you'll stop you'll wait for it for a second and then you'll start talking apparently only millennials do that because we are used to like when you used to hit record you had to wait a second for like it to start recording almost like there was a buffering period and so you'll like have a pause before you start talking Whereas as gen z just starts talking and there's like a slight pause that apparently gen z can tell when you're doing it and are like that's a millennial And i was like oh my god i don't need more reasons to be so like insecure about my presence on the internet but yeah it's called the millennial pause and they're calling us out for it and they're just sharing videos of people that's a millennial pause that's a millennial pause yeah apparently kim kardashian does it all the time
1: that checks out yeah
0: i am i'm on the like
1: i it's highly debated whether or not I am Gen Z or Millennial, I'm mm-hmm. on the exact year that is, like, the cusp. Everybody fights, literally fights on the internet about it, and while people in my age range are actually like, we're in an in-between weird dead zone. But I have noticed that I probably do that, but not because I'm used to waiting for it to load, more because I'm used to sometimes I miss the button with my finger. <laughs> yeah to me yeah
0: like, i'm so uncoordinated that i'm like is it recording okay it's recording good See, that like. makes way more sense to me because in my head i was like i don't really think that i'm thinking about it buffering i think i'm gathering yeah. my thoughts like i think i'm like yeah like i'm not gonna yeah. start talking before i know that it for sure is recording but it, yeah exactly i don't know yeah incredible yeah the millennial pause
1: i think about that a lot my sister's coming of age and so is yours Mm -hmm. um it's such a weird place to be like she's not small anymore she's uh she's almost a teenager and has like thoughts and feelings about the internet and the world and like interactions like that she has a cell phone and that's like normal and i i'm like processing being exposed to the younger generation in that way um and it's weird. No, it like, is. Like, it's
0: really weird. It's really weird. The things that I realize that she knows and can do and just experiences, like, I'm starting to see those things that I'm just uh, not uncomfortable, but it's just like, it's a. it's so different. It's so different. Like, I mm-hmm. equally get it because I know what it is to be that age, but I also don't understand it either. Like, I don't understand the culture. Yeah. I understand the age. I don't know. and i'm terrified
1: i'm like i'm gonna be that old person who's like so disconnected from reality that's like my my most terrifying thought like i don't care about aging necessarily i care about not being
0: aware of the world yeah i think one of the best things for me is the fact that like a bunch like i've I've actually had to block a few of her friends on instagram because i'm like i'm sorry the content i post is something that if your parents found out you were seeing my shit they would not be pleased but uh, so I, I had to block a few of her friends, but they all love me. They think I'm so cool because I'm like on the Internet doing all this stuff. And then they also like always they always ask me to take them to the mall, which I think is the cutest thing. So like mm-hmm. this Sunday, we're actually all going to the mall I'm driving them. And then they all. That's adorable. It's so fun because they the whole time they asked me to like come into the dressing room and help them pick outfits. And what do I think is cute? And how and I'm like, do you guys like respect me and my style and who I am? You know I'm a millennial, right? <laughs> like, you should hate me.
1: <laughs> my sister made me cry on um, Christmas because I left I left a little bit early, but not that much earlier than everybody else. I had to drive my grandparents home, and it just made more sense. Um, but she literally grabbed my arm and, like, begged to come with me. Like, she wanted to come back to my place and just hang out. And I was like, yes.
0: <laughs> You want to hang out with me? Like <laughs> they're getting to that age so where cute. like they're cool and like we have our own places and like we're living that dream that they want to grow into and like it's it's yeah. awesome. I don't know. It's really fun. It's scary, but it's fun. So
1: I guess I'm lucky though that my sister. She's not much of an internet person. That's that's the thing that she's taken on right now. Her personality her. is that she a lot of them she aren't. just doesn't get the internet, which is fine. Yeah, honestly, good. Yeah, yeah, stay off it. I'm chronically online. I'll admit it. Yeah. I'm one of those people. Oh yeah. Um
0: <laughs> not, I'm not you. It, I'm I've gotten saying, better like, about it. Being... No, no, yeah. Oh yeah. I've gotten well, better I about know. it.
1: <laughs> but like still, it's it's not something that I would recommend for everybody. Live your life. Do your thing. Um, so I don't have any of our friends like coming up and like following me or knowing what I do or anything like that. However, my father follows my Twitch. and every once in a while he has come watch my streams and I warned him I was like I don't care but (laughs) like the content that I'm talking about the Mm -hmm. things that come up like you're gonna it's gonna be uncomfortable and I even I used to have a personal Instagram that I would share with like family and stuff like that when I started streaming I made a different Instagram and I eventually ended up sharing that instagram with those people because i have a bunch of like high school friends and stuff that might want to follow it yeah so I'm not active on the other one yep but i literally put a warning in it i was like i am not going to apologize for my content i'm not going to change my content um i will not pay for the bleach you need for your eyeballs when you see my content Honestly, um, my TikTok is all thirst traps, oh and God. I
0: have like three of my family members following it. It's weird, but hey, they chose to do it. So, follow, speaking of that, follow Bella on TikTok. Her thirst traps are. Uh, I need to get back into it. You do. <laughs> I do. haven't done it in a while, but you really should. Um, you should get uh, someone involved. Anyway. What I was going to say is, yeah, no, I I have blocked so many people because, oh, so I have the the Facebook page that I do not use at all. I'm not active on Facebook, but because Instagram and Facebook are owned, like my Instagram syncs to my Facebook. So it posts everything that I post on Instagram to Facebook, Facebook stories and all that. But all of my, like Facebook, it was like advertised to all of my family and friends and a bunch of them followed it and I did not realize at first. And so I went in and like had to go through and block a ton of people. Oh, the Batgirl
1: page? Yeah a lot of my so that's why i get your notifications by the way
0: yeah i know oh did we talk about this i don't think we I did i we think did. it was in the first episode so bell uh <laughs> bell and i as we were setting up everything for the podcast i made us all these all our social media profiles and stuff and i added bell to a bunch of our stuff um, and gave her the passwords and stuff but somehow it synced my i guess my instagram
1: Logged so in. what I got was a notification saying you made me an admin or a moderator, something like that, on your Facebook page. Yeah, but on the synched. Gotham's Facebook page.
0: It's the business page, yeah. So it's and to my because Instagram. you did that,
1: it synced to your Instagram. I get an I, I every day. The last couple of days, every single day, I get a notification that you have unread messages. Every single day, I have a notification that you have these unread messages. I got all of your messages from like, you got a message from Dukes today. I know that because <laughs> it's on my phone. Okay.
0: I don't read them other than like put up in the notifications the because part. I'm curious oh and human. But- no, you could though. It'd be funny because then I would never read them because they would you would read them and they'd become unread and I'd never remember to look. I would but- love to just respond to them as
1: you and nobody would know.
0: Dude, you could do that. I'd be like, hey, Belle, do you mind answering my messages? And I don't have the energy. <laughs> No, but the best part is that, like, I'm a little bit of an Instagram slut, I guess, and I use it to hook up with people. This is confessing a lot. None of you get any ideas. Uh, So I thought she
1: knew about this at first until I realized (laughs) she was getting messages from suitors. And I was like, I should tell her that I can see these
0: and seeing what I was sending back. I mean, I've never looked at them. I, I didn't know. But you know, you know, you just. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Most likely, I've also been like, "Do you like this picture? Do you think I should send it?" So she's probably that's true. Seen it. She's seen my buttle. Like I mean, but that's hilarious that you are now like a pseudo mod. I get yeah, and I don't know if you've noticed like the messages have increased <laughs> like a lot more. I don't even. I feel bad. I'm like not answering any like as much as I used to, which is good, I guess. I don't know. No, it's not good. Sorry, it's normal. But, yeah, I just can't. You can't answer everything. No. And a lot of them are just like, you know, when you go through stories and like people, like the face reacts. A lot of them are mm-hmm. just that. Like, it's not like anything I'm going to respond to. Um, yeah, I get those too. Yeah. But I'll, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> I don't really know how to remove you either. I don't you think you're just stuck as it forever. Um. Fantastic.
1: <laughs> what can you... I mean we're we're best friends. We I, you share everything. There's nothing
0: that you don't already know. Literally the best part is yeah. like you wouldn't you would probably find out just as quickly as reading it as me just sending you a screenshot if something actually happened. I'd be like, hell oh my god. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's so funny. I yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. What? I don't know what what got to that? I don't remember what we were talking. Was it our sisters? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. blocking people. Yeah, I've just had to block. I've had to block so many family members. I'm so – I had to have a conversation with my family about the fact that I was doing OnlyFans. Because I was basically like, there is a very good chance that at some point something I do will get leaked. And there is a chance that you will be just scrolling something and –
1: Or at the very least, you have to advertise somehow. So even if the posts themselves don't get leaked, the advertisement would show up.
0: Yes, exactly. Somewhere. So I was like, mom, sister, I'm doing sex work. (laughs) (laughs) You told your sister. Uh, I actually haven't told her yet, to be fair. I did tell my mom, but my sister was at like a party or something. And I I remember being like, well, I asked my mom, I said, can I... And I tell her? And she's like, we should probably think of a way to tell her because I don't even think she has a concept of what that is, really yet. Like, so I don't That's know. That's a cute thought. Yeah, it's like she. Yeah, so like, it's how do I approach it? Like, so I, I'm trying to think about that. But she already knows that I like I've been kind of. I'm like, I'm forward on the internet. She sees my shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Um, but I'm not trying to, like, put anything into our brain before it needs to be in there, but also at the same time trying to be, like, it's totally okay that I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Like, this is not right. anything weird. It's not uncomfortable. It's not anything to judge. It's totally normal. It's just you at your age don't need to be thinking about this. So if you're not, I'm not going to, like, talk about what OnlyFans is. <laughs> um, so i just figuring out that conversation. But we'll get there. More was maybe... mom's reaction? Mom's reaction was pretty chill she was pretty much like, yeah, you do what you gotta do. Like, okay. She almost did. She almost did. Claps the mom. Yeah, I know. Considering our relationship, which is very, can be very volatile at times. It was a very chill reaction to that. I'm telling you, it's weird that getting off of Christianity and like these types and talking about like sex have become very much more normal with her. <laughs> and that's like, those are the, that's like a strange thing when like, We scream at each other in a public place, but then we talk about anal like it's nothing. (laughs) I told my mom I did anal when I did it for the first time. I was drunk and she called me and we were talking about what, like, sex and happiness and searching for that in partners. And she's like, I just, I'm not having a great, like, I'm not super (laughs) happy. Sorry, mom. (laughs) Not super happy in my relationship, all this stuff, and I was like, "Man, you got like you got to get out there, like you got to explore, like you don't want to die and not have experience and things like anal." And she was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, anal. I mean, it's not bad." And she's like, "Really?" And I was like, "Well, it does feel like you got to poop when you first try." And she like, I just went into these details, and she was like, "Oh yeah, okay." I "I don't know why this. shouldn't be ha- I guess I shouldn't be ha- I don't know it was good I guess that's good I talked to my mom about anal my mom didn't talk to me about anal I talked to my mom about it
1: weirdly enough I feel like dysfunctional relationships with your mother are easy to talk about sex with yeah like, not, yeah like, like it's it's almost like a challenge in a way it's like okay I like when you have a dysfunctional relationship with your mother but you don't want to have a dysfunctional relationship with your mother there are certain conversations that I feel, like, inevitably happen to test that relationship. Like, it's not on purpose, but you just kind of, like, you're like, all right, you want to get to know me? Here's me. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah. No, it's, it's so, t- yeah, no, it's it's Like, totally the first true. time I had
1: lesbian sex, my mom was the first person I told.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's weird. It's, like, this urge to tell my mother. And I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, I know it's not... But, like, it's not even because I believe it's, like, unhealthy. I, I just, like, I'm excited to tell her. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's weird. It's, like, it tells me that, like, she is, like, my friend. Oh, Om- Almost more so because, like, the mother thing was tough. Like, it makes me feel like I would really like the friend thing to work because the mother the thing healthiest- was tough. The
1: healthiest thing for my relationship with my mother was not needing her to be my mother and letting her. Be- yeah. Just, like, just, like, she- I love her. I love her in a capacity that I love my friends differently like it's different but obviously i it's so good to see her as a friend and that's what's good for our relationship and that's yep. why i can talk about these things yep. like i have more adult conversations with my dad now that we're in adult space but it still wouldn't necessarily get that Like, I've had certain conversations with my dad that have revolved around sex, like um, (laughs) the time I accidentally put my nude on the big
0: screen in front of him. Oh, my God. I forgot you told me about that.
1: Yeah. So for the audience, um, uh, my dad has a smart TV. He was one of the first people in my life to have a smart TV. And I was showing him that my phone was asking me to connect to it so I could share my pictures. So I did it and I pulled up a completely innocuous picture. um, But in trying to close the app, accidentally scrolled to my nude and put it on the big screen. (laughs) My dad's reaction was very nice he, he turned away really quickly and I was like apologizing profusely on the verge of tears and his response was I'm glad you have a
0: healthy sex life like <laughs> I always want to be like you you saw me when I was a baby you knew what was gonna happen like it's so funny you, you say- walked in on me masturbating
1: I've walked in on you watching porn like walked this in, is in on my not parents that
0: bad. like no. I, I've seen their asses going at it like <laughs> oh God. Horrifying. No, I was actually. It's so funny you say showing your nudes because um, I have to. I have to get my shit together with my phone because literally, like, so I have a puppy now, and I go to work, and I was telling people I have a puppy, and they're like, "Let me see pictures," and so I'll put, I'll pull a picture up, and I will fully know that if they go left or right, there is some stuff that they are gonna see, and I'm like, so I'm like holding the phone, I'm like, "Just look at the picture, don't touch the screen." <laughs> but I was thinking about like if I lose my phone and someone gets into it i don't have like a folder that i put my nudes in nothing if they go into the photos it's gonna be like a that it's gonna be the 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 babs porn channel (laughs) like unfettered access to every part of my body and not even just like hot nudes sometimes it'll be like i think i missed a hair (laughs) shaving in my butt crack. i'm gonna squat over my camera with the flashlight on and get a picture of this (laughs)
1: so what bugs me about the folder thing is i i have what i dubbed the spicy folder where i put all my nudes and like spicy shit Uh my partner's nudes and everything like that however my phone is stupid because i can organize those but anytime i go to upload a picture anywhere it's just my full gallery it just pulls my full gallery so if i'm just casually in public trying to send a picture to discord or send a picture to you or whatever it is it pulls up my full gallery so my first picture is a dog and my third picture is my asshole like why does it do that to me why can't uh... i even if i hide the album like i want to be able to put that album away and hide it it shouldn't show up in my gallery when i'm trying to upload random photos.
0: Yeah, no, I was I, I was looking at my phone to see. I was like, if I open my gallery right now in front of someone, how soon would they see a nude? And <laughs> it's the first eight photos are nudes. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Oh my Come God. on, phone
1: developers, get your shit together.
0: Like, they should be able to, I, what I really want is my phone to recognize my nudes and hide them. But yeah, <laughs> seems like a great idea. <laughs> You you appear to be naked in this picture. Would you like this picture hidden? <laughs> yes. Thank you, phone. <laughs> thank you, Google. And the AI
1: has recognized your nakedness because like, I mean it is cloned is- it for chat, but yeah. or whatever the fuck chat AI. What, no, the what, what is, is it? it?
0: The facial recognition. It's just body recognition. Oh yeah. 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 But you
1: know that like if if the. Code is smart enough to recognize your nude in a folder. It's definitely cloning that shit so it can, like, feed an AI. Oh, somewhat. yeah. Like, well, it has the, to be. My
0: own AI, because when I go to get those images, I'm always naked in them. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Soon they're going to be less... Like, the first time I did that Lensa thing, my boobs were, like, this fucking big. It's going to start feeding my nudes in, and they're just going to start getting smaller, and I'm be like, oh, they have my pictures.
1: You know what I didn't think about until this moment? Like, I have thought about the impact of AI on the- my dad and I. have had lengthy conversations, how that could put people out of work in many ways. It could, whatever. Um, But sex work, I never thought about the fact that sex work could become obsolete with AI because people are just, like, generating whatever the fuck they want to see. And it'll just
0: pull up, well, pull it up. What's interesting like, is- Like, it doesn't- Yeah, sex work was actually, when people were getting really upset about the AI thing with the art, which is a totally valid thing in some sense for, like, artists to feel like their work is stolen, one of the big comebacks was from the sex work industry, and especially on Twitter, they were saying, like, how does it feel? Like, our porn is free everywhere. Like, that's, it's just not, when you're in the arts there's not much controlling at public access. There isn't, like, yeah. like, and they weren't saying that it was wrong to be upset or that, like, there shouldn't be rights for artists, but they were, like, calling out the whole, like, sex workers should also have the same rights that artists have in the fact that, like, their work shouldn't be allowed to just be leaked and published on Pornhub and all this stuff without proper reimbursement. Yeah, legal recourse. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, yeah, it was an interesting argument. I was like, wow, I didn't actually think about that. You're right. But.
1: I agree. Yeah. And I, I, fully like I support free porn to an extent because you know not everybody can pay for, porn, and I only support free porn that is given by the people who want it to be free. You know,
0: like exactly. <laughs> yep, like my sneaky little free. Well, I guess you're technically paying a sub price, but I post some nudes. <laughs> I post some nudes. Speaking of, shout out to my OnlyFans. Go follow it, Babs Gordon. Sorry, I haven't been super active lately. A lot has been happening. I am a, I am a single mother to three now. Um, I do have a very fun video coming soon. <laughs> it involves sex. Really? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm very blessed that I have friends that let me have sex with them. And <laughs> <Dad's laughs> sell the videos. <laughs> honestly that's yeah, the best my friendship biggest envy
1: about OnlyFans. fans where it's like all the collabs you get for content i'm like man you get to fuck all the hot people for I, fun it's like. like it's such a blessing
0: like you, really you want to fuck me for so that we can both enjoy it and make money off it okay let's do it, it can't be that surprising no i guess not uh, you know what's <laughs> crazy i have to say in the last couple months even before OnlyFans, so with OnlyFans fans too my confidence boost in myself, it's not like ego, but it's just like, I really don't doubt me anymore. I don't worry about Maybe. being naked. I don't question, like, I, I've noticed I don't question my body during sex as much anymore. It's really cool. I don't know. It's really empowering. It's like there's 35 people that want to see this and they actively ex- are excited to see this currently. There's 35 of them. God bless Fuck you all. Yeah. And I, you're making me feel good about myself, which is weird. It's weird that, like, because so many arguments against porn, it's like, this is so bad for your self-esteem and you as a person and, like, all the Christian arguments. It's like, actually,
1: it's wrong. really not. Wrong. I mean, people, There, there is a level of people in the porn industry who are being exploited and it is problematic yes. and there's all that. But they're, like... OnlyFans specifically is a very empowering platform. Mm-hmm. Like, you have full control of the content. You are there voluntarily. You are like, it is yeah. no, amazing awesome. for women.
0: And I think, and I, men. No, it's great for anyone. And the, I think I mentioned this too like, the background check to go to become an OnlyFans creator was more extensive than any background check I've had for any job. And I felt like that was so nice to realize that they take this seriously. They want to make sure that you are who you say you are. You're not a sexual predator. You're not some horrible person. Um, and then they want to make sure you're paying your taxes and doing this the right way so that it's actually a legal sex work platform. <laughs> and it's cool. Yeah. I really like it. I'm really impressed. This customer service is great. If you reach out, you have any issues or anything, they they help you out. Like, I don't know. I can't I can't speak highly enough of OnlyFans. <laughs> um, I love that. Yeah. But... Speaking of that, I want to get us, Um, I need to get my parade code on here. There's really, a parade ha- Parade is a really great lingerie site and I think you would love their stuff. And I have oh. a discount code and I kind of want to use it for our, like, for our podcast. And like, also both of us get some parade lingerie and wear it. Um, Absolutely. You I'll, know send I'm you a I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link because it's awesome. Their stuff is so cute. Um, and I've loved them for a while and getting that link was cool. And I just haven't used it yet, but I think that'd be a fun way to promote them on the podcast absolutely and then we can get free lingerie out of it so
1: talk about like segue into select for lingerie guys you have no idea i have so i have two dressers in my apartment and one of them the entirety of it actually there's one my top drawer is my underwear my socks and the three other drawers are all lingerie it's my full sets my incomplete sets and my like um leather pieces and like all the like random accessory stuff the robes like i am such a slut for lingerie i've spent so much money on lingerie it's ridiculous i don't know why i don't even wear it for my partner as much as i should for having
0: it but i i love it i don't know about you but i find that like guys at least don't care as much about lingerie as i enjoy it on me (laughs) I think it depends on the guy. Yeah. I will find
1: that guys who are into, uh, and I say this lightly because there are a lot of expansions on this, but vanilla sex. And I'm not saying this as, like, you're plain and boring or whatever it is. You can do anal, you can do things that are kinky, and it's still, like, vanilla sex. Because it's not really all that much more than fucking. Yep. Um are more that way they are gonna rip it off of you they're gonna get into it whatever they're they like lingerie for images for fapping for whatever um but they don't like it like for sex itself unless it's like a special occasion and they get nothing because their woman is not um interested in lingerie themselves um however kinky men kinky men love that shit (laughs) <laughs> like, they, they love that shit. I have to say,
0: I don't think because there is-
1: No, go ahead. So There's so much more warm-up. There's so much more, like, shit involved in kink play that isn't direct sex. Yeah. That doesn't involve penetration. That doesn't even involve access to bits.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: That lingerie is appealing for because you have something that highlights your ass. You have a little bit of lace while they spank the shit out of you. You have gonna, something on. Right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, that's been my personal experience. I could be wrong, but that's my personal experience. I have to
0: say, I don't think they're okay i love i'm not a dom i sub like please hold me down but i don't think there's much hotter than like when a guy holds you down and also like pulls your underwear aside
1: Mm. i like having um cute underwear that's also cheap because i like the idea of them ripping it Mm mm-hmm and me not giving a shit. Yeah, yeah.
0: I would be real. There's most of the underwear that I wear when I know a guy's coming over. I'd be real upset if they ripped off me. I'd be like, "Oh fuck, you owe me a new pair of underwear." Like I specifically
1: bought a lingerie set off of Amazon when I went to meet up with someone that literally flew to this state to have sex with me.
0: Oh, we love um, dearly.
1: We love dearly.
0: <laughs> Incredible. Um,
1: <laughs> um, but I I bought a cheap set because I was like. I, I don't this, care if he rips this, this. Me, yeah. and he he literally he asked, he's like, "Can I rip this?" I was like, "Rip it, yeah,
0: fucking rip it." <laughs> I bought it for that reason. <laughs> mm. Oh, sex, mm. the best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a slut. I'm not even. That's the crazy thing. I just, I don't know. You just like sex. I like sex with the right person unfortunately yeah yeah that's fair speaking of that well not even speaking of that I was going to talk about I don't know if you know about my twitter war with these two chicks <laughs> I don't know why that segwayed from you have a twitter that. war yeah you didn't see my stories today oh uh, wait. no oh
1: I'm usually God. really good about checking your story but I did not see it today
0: okay so this is a whole thing are you cool with a tangent here
1: Oh, go for it, girl. Okay,
0: because I actually did want to discuss this on this podcast because, luckily, we're small enough that there's no way that this is going to become a big thing. But let me tell you, I created a little bit of drama in the Philadelphia comedy industry, and I'm quite proud of myself, actually.
1: Oh, uh, was it that tweet?
0: Yeah, they found it. Both Ooh. the girls, the two girls that did the comedy that was shit, found. I don't know how they found the tweet. To honestly, it might be because like a few people who follow me follow them, maybe who are in the comedy mm. and like someone liked it and they saw, I, I don't know. I have no idea how they found it, but they both retweeted it. They each retweeted it to their accounts today.
1: With like a caption or just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm.
0: okay. So, okay. So, so, here's, what did it okay say? so here's the context. Let me give context first. Okay. So I went to a comedy show that these two female comedians from New York, one of them claims to be from here. I don't know. I don't really believe her. Um, <laughs> maybe you're from like the suburbs. Uh. Anyway. No judgment. Delco's great. No, it's not. But I'm from Delco, so I can't say anything. Um, so, full co- – okay. So, they both – they did a charity comedy show here for St. Jude's, which is great. I – super – and I will never diss them for that. Like, incre- like, incredible thing that they did. A bunch of the proceeds went to St. Jude's. It was awesome. They had a bunch of really great Philadelphia comedians who I enjoy, and New York comedians. Uh, it's intercha- I, I'm not saying it's interchangeable, but a lot of the Philadelphia comedians go to New York to, to live there and perform, so they're from here, but they're New York comedians. I don't know. I don't know the. I don't know the lingo, but that's how I'm explaining it. But there are a few that are very popular that I was excited to see. Um, so I got a ticket, and I, was, I just I'm going to go. And I get there. And the opening act is – this woman just walks out and starts insulting Philadelphia. She's like, so the gunshots like, around the corner from my hotel were terrifying. Like, did you see the drugs that were being dealt here? And I'm, I'm scared to be here. Go birds. And I was like I, – I don't know if anyone – I know you're not from Philly, but I don't know if pe- – and, like, people who are watching this who aren't from Philly, but, like, we have a lot of, like – we do have a huge – like, we are the fentanyl capital of the United States, and we do have a lot of crime and drug issues. But we're also, like, an extremely – like gritty town and like super prideful and like believe in ourselves. And there's 1.5 million of us living here. And this is my huge point. 1.5 million of us living here who most of us don't experience those crimes and those drug issues every day. That's a very specific part of Philadelphia and it is a huge problem and it does need to be addressed, but it's not something that like someone from New York can just come and make commentary on and act like they know what the fuck is going on. Um. Without some sort of like like, the
1: worst, like the worst intro to a comedy set in a city you're in is to to insult immediately insult the people. Yes. Like you're you're not even gonna warm it up. You're just gonna immediately insult people. And it was
0: so it was just so uh it was such a turnoff from the beginning. I was just like I don't know. Like you could have come up with anything, and then and then like no one was laughing. So they tried to be like, go birds, go birds, because the Eagles are winning right now. And yeah, fucking yeah, go birds. But like, they started talking about like sex. Like they went into like anal and talking about having anal with their ex and then went back to insulting Philly. And then a few of the male comedians came on from the area and then the other chick came on and her first comment was gunshots and fentanyl. And I was like, is this all you guys know? Like, do you go to every city that you go to? Do you intro by insulting it? And these women sitting next to me were getting real annoyed and they started heckling them. They were like listen chick you got like stop like stop doing this and usually when hecklers heckle they get thrown out they didn't throw them out like no one was really nah, everybody was in agreement. but then it was weird because then the vibe kind of switched like some people were trying to support her who clearly came to like support her so they were like cheering for her and trying to like drown out the heckling and it just turned kind of weird and i was just sitting there but it was like one of those things where like first of all i will get into this I, I don't i won't heckle because i, I know that this is your job And I also know that I can get kicked out. So, like, I won't heckle you at a show like because I respect you enough to know that you're trying and I also really don't want to fuck up your job. And you can get thrown out, which I don't want to get thrown out. But there was – I have never been less humored. I I couldn't – I was just sitting there like, what am I – what is – like, I don't want to be here. Like, this is, un- mm. this is just, like, meh. But the guys killed it. The guys who are from the Philadelphia and all that killed it. And the one one guy, um, Tim Butterly, who's, like, a, a, he's from right outside of Philly, who has a great podcast, he came on and he kind of, like, fixed it. Like, he started joking about his neighborhood and the fentanyl issues there and, like, talked about, like, the fentanyl zombies. But because he's from here and the way he worded it, it was funny and it felt relatable and we were all like, yeah, that's – that's how you approach the how you do it. That's how you do it. And he, like, kind of, like, smoothed it all over. And I, like, made your props to him. But anyway, so this was the whole experience. These women left. The women next to me peaced out. They were, like, mad after the other girl. Um, So, like, I tweeted about it. I was like, don't fucking come to Philly. Insult us. Talk about the drug issue. Say you're scared to be here. And call it a comedy bit. Because it's fucking not. It's obnoxious and pejorative. And... No one wants that around here. And if you're scared to walk to your center city hotel, you should probably still be living with your parents because that's fucking idiotic. You're fine. It's not scary. Everyone knows that. You're a privileged, attractive white woman. And I, and I feel bad saying this. This is my I'll get into the, the, the hot the hot privilege thing that I commented on, too. But I was just like, no one wants you here. If you're going to be like that, no one wants you here. And I followed it up with a tweet on the statistics. 1.5 million of us living here. Yes, there is a drug issue. Yes, there are problems here. However, I walk two miles to and from work every day and have never been fucking murdered or held up or anything. Am I cautious? Yes. Do I not walk? No. Anyway, they found these tweets and they both retweeted them. One of the... <laughs> I'll read them. It was, it was interesting. Um, but I feel like we smoothed it over, which is good. Um, the first one retweeted it, and she goes – so I don't know if you remember the Philly 40 thing from the Maravista and oh, yes. SNL thing. I used it on her. So she goes – she retweets it, and she goes, she's a 10, but she walks to work uphill in the rain two miles every day in the fentanyl capital of America. Three red flags. Go, birds. I was like, uphill? Like, where are you getting your <laughs> – like, Philly is flat. <laughs> anyway, she wrote that. So I responded to it, and I said I retweeted it, and I was like – Oh, so a Philly forty. Thanks. <laughs> and I, I was like, if anyone gets this reference, I love you. And she responded, she's like, I actually do this. I do get this reference. Respect. And I was like, oh, okay. I all right, fine. I guess we're good. Then the other one re- retweeted it, and went, this, this is hot girl on hot girl crime and needs to be addressed because I called it hot privilege. Which <laughs> and someone responded to it was like, wait, was that the chick that was he- that was um that was talking at you Heckling. at the show? And so that's when I replied and I said, no, I wasn't the one heckling because I don't do that shit no matter how I feel personally because I'm not trying to fuck with your job or get myself in trouble. Those women were actually sitting next to me. I keep my commentary for the chaotic Twitter Twitterverse where anything goes. And they all responded. They were like, all right, fair enough. And no, we didn't really get in a fight, but they gave me a platform. I got so many followers out of it. Like like Philly (laughs) comedians. Some producers from some comedy shows in Philly followed me, and I got a lot of likes on mine, and they didn't get as many likes on theirs, because I think that, like, most people were like, yeah, that wasn't funny. That wasn't funny. That wasn't cool to do. And this is where the the hot thing came in, because I called it hot privilege. And the idea is that it is very true. When you're an attractive person, you get a lot more out of things. Like, people give you more opportunities. But what comes with hot privilege is that you kind of have to prove yourself if you don't want to be just a hot bimbo, and I'm not calling them hot bimbos, I'm just saying, like, that, I deal with that, too, It's like, is this idea that, like, if I'm gonna do something, like, this is why I admit that I'm bad at video games, because I don't want people to think that I'm using my hot privilege to stream video games, because I think that I'm good at it or something, I'm not good at it, I do it because I fucking love playing video games, and if you enjoy watching me because I'm hot, great, but, like, hot privilege comes with some responsibility to either, like, act on the hotness and prove yourself, which I've had to do in my professional career in law firms, I've had to prove that I'm not just a pretty face and I fucking know what I'm doing and that I have an Ivy League degree that gets me, like, that makes me understand the things that I'm trying to accomplish here. Or in this, in these situations with, like, OnlyFans, I'm not just a hot, I'm a hot face, but I'm using it to, like, do the things that need to be done. My commentary on hot privilege was, like, you can't use your hot privilege to not be good at something. And that's what they were doing. They were using their hot privilege to come onto a stand and try to do comedy. And it wasn't fucking funny. It didn't work. It didn't work. And that's, yeah. and, and, and like, I'm going to call you out if you're going to insult the city I live in in such a way that made every single person in that room uncomfortable. Anyway, that was my whole, that was the whole. I drama. agree. Like, I can't, I am I stand
1: by it. Like, that's, I, I'm. I love comedy. I love comedy as a concept. There's so many things in comedy that are cringy and problematic and horrifying. And so many comedians out there. Just like, let me, I'm preface this. I'm, I'm a streamer. So like, I, I don't have the right, so to speak, because I'm just one of the sheep and I'm one of those people. But I also fully acknowledge every fucking day that I'm not God and I'm not a great whatever. I'm also not good at video games. I just like to play them. I like I stream because it's fun, not because I think that I'm going to get anywhere or I'm God's gift to streaming. Uh, but there are so many comedians out there or comedians out there who have no idea what they're doing and they just go out there and they insult people or they do dumb shit and they expect people to laugh because everything's comedy. Yeah,
0: because there's no and, repercussions to your comedy because it's comedy. Yeah, yeah. and that's not it. Yeah. And
1: I, I and I, I really need people to understand that this is not an attack on women and comedy. It's an attack on choices that these specific women chose to make about this. You don't go into somebody's city and then open your comedy set with insulting the city. Especially if you have no idea what you're talking about. If you're from the city and you have an understanding of it, you make that joke in a way that makes sense to the locals like the guy did. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can't just go into somebody's city and, like, be an asshole and expect people to love you. Yeah. That's not how it
0: works. I know. I, and that's what made me laugh when they retweeted it. Because I was like, the majority of people, like, my tweet got more likes than your than when you retweeted it. and tried <laughs> to insult me. Like, the, the line in the sand was drawn and the public opinion was in my favor. And I'm not the other thing is, like, I'm not even big on Twitter. I have, like, 180 followers. <laughs> I got
1: more. I'm also highly amused that both of them thought you were.
0: That, that, wait, both of them what? Both of them thought you were hot. Oh, I know. Like there was comments about how hot that's, you. That's why I was like, it was the hot on hot thing that I was like, okay. <laughs> that's why, like, it ended amicably, which was nice. And I even messaged one of them, like as I like did a, a funny face and a heart on like a joke that she said that sounded like it was referencing me. I don't know, and she wrote back, "Ha ha ha." I think we're fine, and I think it was. It was good because it truly was. Like, I was not going to heckle them in person because I just don't do that. I'm not trying to make someone more she... – also, when people stopped la- – when there was no laughter, I'm sure they felt awkward. Like, I'm sure that's a tough – I know that's a tough thing to do. No one likes standing up in front of people and not getting the reaction you're supposed to get in front of a group of people. That's that's intimidating and scary. So, like, I wasn't heckling them in person. I also never – I didn't tag them in it. I didn't say what show I went to. I didn't say anything. So, like, they didn't need to retweet it and draw attention to themselves. But I feel like the whole conversation was very amicable. I responded nicely. I was joking with them. Like, I wasn't trying – I was just making my point. And I feel like it worked out. No one – we didn't fight any more than that. They liked all my comments. I liked all theirs. Like, it was good. It was it was a good – maybe it was good for everybody. But it was just funny to me because, like, I'm not even – like, I'm not – I'm also not – like, I'm not part of this comedy group. But I feel like I'm on this fringe now where I'm just, like – who am I? And why am I interacting?
1: Babs, the next comedian.
0: Well, so, okay. So that's another funny thing. And I'm actually wearing the shirt from the show. But I went to see Dave Attell, who was my he, – he popped my com- comedy cherry like 10 years ago. He was the first comedian I ever saw. Fucking hilarious. If you've never seen Dave Attell, you, he's, he's like – he's one of the old school, like original. Like, he's incredible. Anyway. I went to see him again and a guy that I really like opened for him who I kind of know peripherally and I've met like once or twice. I've seen another one of his shows, Ian, who is probably one of the best co- comedians of our time. Like, honestly, he's on his way to becoming like he knows how to work a crowd. He's so good at it. He's so funny. He's so sweet. I just love him. And he has a podcast being Ian with Jordan. Jordan Jensen is actually how I met Ian. I watch her show. I think she's hilarious. She's the one when I is always post this
1: and butthead thing. Is yes, that it the... is.
0: Yeah. But uh, she's the one that I post where it's, like, on my revenge to-do list is, like, squatting over someone's property and squeezing come out on it. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that reel that I post. I have seen that. That's Jordan. So, anyway, I went to the – and he opened for it. So I went to that show, and I got to see – at the end, because Ian knew who I was, and I said hi to Ian, and then David Attell came out. And I was talking to David Attell, and this drunk woman came up and tried to inter- like be like, Dave, hi. And Dave was like, I'm talking to someone. And I was like – Dave and I told him I was like I yeah you popped my com- comedy cherry ten years ago and then he's like so are you doing comedy now and I was like no and he's like try it and I was like oh okay <laughs> if if David tells to- I was like I didn't even say anything funny to you unless you thought cherry popping was funny but it made me be like maybe I should go do a stand up
1: that's a thing that 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 specific wording is what gets me because I've thought about it a lot in my life I'm not a very funny person. I'm just going to admit to it. I struggle with comedy because I have spent my whole life training how to be the perfect person in order to not piss people off. And that is not good for comedy. Um, I think that I have enough comedic content to put down one comedy set. <laughs> well,
0: I that's could do you one. Need. That's all you need. One good comedy set, and then I'd be done for life. <laughs> well, you do the one good comedy set. It's well-received, and then you start writing more. I can't write more. I have no more content. It's just... One. <laughs> I have one comedy one comedy for the world I have a one comedy <laughs> oh my god see I think my problem would be that I have ADHD and I think I would get up in front of the mic and I would think I was being funny and I would just ramble and my stories would never connect and by the end people would just be nervous laughing and I think I'd done well and they'd be like and then at the end it would just be like pity applause <laughs> that's how I feel about my streams like, I'm streaming sometimes, and I'm just talking, and I'm like,
1: <laughs> I really hope this makes sense to someone other than me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's why, like, I like Twitter, because, like, all I need is one sentence to make people laugh, you know? I just have to type out one yeah. sentence, and people are like, this is fucking, this is gold. And I'm like, I couldn't do, like, the only thing I could do on stage that I think would make people laugh is fart into the mic and leave. Like, I think that would be my first act on stage. It would definitely make you noticeable. I think I would walk up. I shouldn't be giving away my tricks here in case I ever do. But I think I would go to an open mic night. I think I'd walk up on stage. I think I'd have, like, a huge fart prepared. I'd just look at everybody. And then just take the mic, fart, put the mic down, and walk off.
1: I think you'd get a lot of very confused.
0: Yeah. And I think that would be like, okay, there was this crazy chick at open mic night. She farted into the mic. No one knows what she was about. She left right after don't hear from me. For you know like what a you month. need to do? No, 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 no. You need to do that, but you need to have a merch booth. So you like <laughs> the only thing you do is but like I'm not do birthday, that. But I'm not there. No, no. Someone else no, is you... running it. No, like... I have to leave because then I have to come back
1: later and like in a month later. But like, act like it's a big thing. Have the person running the merch like you're a big deal, uh-huh. like a big deal. Yeah, like you the go fart, up, the you cop. fart, you do nothing, you walk away. You'll make so much money, people. So confused, and
0: they'll buy the T-shirt anyway. I'm, have to, I'm gonna really have to work on my fart on command game, because otherwise, imagine, imagine that is my 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 shtick, and I get up on stage and I can't get a fart out, and people are like, "Damn, oh I bought your God, merch!" Even worse, even
1: better, you just sit there and you put the mic against your ass, do nothing, put it back on
0: the stick and, and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't do it tonight, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been queefing a lot lately. Oh, <laughs> during sex, dude. I I don't know if that yeah. Means well, my obviously, is my pussy getting loose? Like, I don't know.
1: No, it's just the position. That is so. Like PSA to all people with vaginas out there: when you're having sex. And you're in a certain position you're gonna absorb air i was getting my ass eaten the other day and it, it, it I was i was leaning forward and then it was just like at the position i was in i just kept like sucking in air to my vagina yeah and i sat down and it was just like a huge queef like it's normal it's It's gonna happen if somebody leaves you because they
0: queefed they do not deserve your pussy honestly sorry no it's so true because i yeah it's specifically when you you bend over and grab your ankles and they're fucking you that's when i always end up like i'll sit back down i'm like ah here it comes yeah but like my thing is too like also sometimes like (laughs) i I fart sometimes i'm like if i if you make me come hard enough i might fart and you have to be. It's okay relaxed. With that. You're relaxed. Your muscles are like contracting. It also like it happens. I'm forcing this orgasm. I want to feel every part of it. So like if I got if I'm gonna fart, I'm gonna fart. And you better fucking suck it up, you little literally with your mouth hole. Yeah, yeah. Absorb my fart yeah. into eat, your mouth. Eat my fart, bitch. Um, yeah. <sighs> On that
1: note. <laughs> Um, we gotta we gotta wrap it up
0: for tonight. Already? Oh. Do you have any do you have you any gonna... shout outs you'd like to give? I thought you were gonna go into a uh... recently. <laughs> I had my partner <laughs> eat my fart. I
1: mean, it wouldn't surprise me with my current partner, but no, I did not have him actively eat my farts just yet.
0: Um. Okay, shout outs. Yeah, I will shout out um, my OnlyFans, Babs Gordon. Uh, definitely sub if you are interested in seeing me naked. Um, which who shouldn't be interested in that?
1: Do it. She's hot.
0: (laughs) I feel so weird promoting myself like that. Um, follow social medias. Really helps. Twitter is, is kind of blowing up right now. I have 180 followers and I've only been tweeting for like a month now. So that's cool, I guess. But follow that. If you like really stupid one-liners about periods and farts and toilet paper, um, and occasional fights with comedians from New York. Uh... I don't know. I know that they're way more famous than uh, than me, and like doing really well for themselves, and like don't need this shout out. But being Ian with Jordan, like such an incredible podcast, such an incredible two people, like so good at comedy and so just good people. Um, so I would shout them out if you're look if you're looking for like a fun podcast to listen to. It's it's a good podcast. Um, so that would be my other shout out. Um, other than that, I don't know. Support your city, whatever city you're living in. Give it some love or town or rural <laughs> area, you know, what about you? <laughs>
1: uh, so my Twitch, obviously I am a Wednesday. Evening. If you've got boring Wednesdays, come check out my Twitch. I uh, uh, yeah, it's that girl for people who are just listening. Um, and my Instagram is the same. That's the only two media platforms I'm really active on right now. I'm going to give a sly shout out to my current favorite, also super famous, not like crazy famous, but famous enough that he doesn't need my shout out. I'm going to give it anyway. Steven Hofstadter, go check him out, Ginger King. Um, I went to see his tour when he was in town and he has, uh, for reference, before the pandemic happened, he named his tour that was going to happen in 2020 um, and the tour was called Bring Out Your Dead.
0: Okay, hold on.
1: And then I just 2020 happened
0: today. <laughs> That's amazing. And
1: then 2020 happened and obviously his tour did not but he still released the t-shirts um and i wore that t-shirt to my surgery because i thought it would be funny so stephen hoff center if you're interested in a comedian he's really good at dealing with hecklers that's kind of his like famous shtick but he's also just a really good comedian also Um, shout
0: out sorry just real quick shout out to monty python i'm trying to revive them yep yeah
1: and then, um, extra boost to us. Check us out on all platforms. Babs does Twitch. I do Twitch, Instagram, uh, her Twitter. I technically have a TikTok. I'll revive it eventually. Uh, there are link trees available in all of our links.
0: And if not, mm, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would also shout out, like, I know you probably follow both of us on things, but also following the podcast itself, we're going to have Twitter, YouTube, which is where you'll see the visuals for the stuff, not just the audio um all of the there's a link tree in the instagram and all of the social media platforms where we'll be posting so just like following those is hugely helpful as well also downloading the podcast is great um it'll be available on all different sort of streaming platforms i have to figure out how to make an rss code for that but you will have it and then download it and that helps us immensely so then just shout out to the people who are here right now yeah shout out to to you you for for listening. listening That's insane. Thank you for sticking awesome. around for an hour and just listening to us ramble. We'll have, like, stuff going on Hopeful soon. Hopeful
1: shout out to the people listening from the future. Yeah. I would want... Like two years from now, when we're super famous, yeah. not gonna happen. But if we're super you famous and you're listening from the future, like we appreciate you. Yeah. We love you.
0: You're like, what episode should I start on for the, the bell and Bab show? Like they're crazy cool, millions of followers. Oh, you should go back and <laughs> check out episode two. Well, welcome. You're here and we love you. <laughs> All right, good All night, right. folks. Good night, everyone. Bye. <laughs>